how do how do I want to start this off? What's the what is the vibe? What are we going for? Holiday special. Here we go. This is the closest. This is the closest to a release that we have ever recorded, and I hope that we ever record. You don't want to do a week turnaround. Uh, this is like a five day turnaround. No, I'm saying like normally. Normally, I'd prefer not to because I don't work this week, and that's not going to happen for the rest of my life. That's a hard nope. That's not true. <laughs> You're never going to take vacation again? Never going to take vacation ever again. At least not vacation that I'm going to use <laughs> to do work. Wow. I would hate to be you. We're, <laughs> we're going to jump into this episode. It is sort of a holiday special. Sort of. It is. This is in Dicey Waters. This is taking place right after Below Decks, which you just heard. And you've probably heard some different voices. Now, uh, Ryan and Josh are too busy celebrating the festivities. So we have pulled in a replacement, more or less. So we've got myself. We got Matt. Hey. We got <laughs> Pat. Hey. <laughs> and we got Laura. Hey. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, so, uh, so <laughs> listeners, Laura, if you ever, uh, you're going to hear, uh, an adventure that I've put together. This is all going to take place in one episode. Um, uh, just a couple quick things to shout out before we start. First, uh, we, this is the first episode where we are recording after we've gotten like listener names and items submitted. So you're going to hear some names and items that were submitted from listeners. We aren't going to take time to shout out everyone individually just yet. We are going to do that in the future. Um, but this one, this has been a collaboration between us, between Laura and between you. And I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, do you guys just want to jump right in and start playing Dice Populi, Dicey Waters, Blessings Eve? Wow. It's very PC of you. That is a very long ass title, though. It's, it's, it's the Russian nesting doll problem that we've had with our titles from the beginning. So let's just say it is Blessings Eve. That's what we're playing today. Peace and blessings. I'm ready. All right. Matt, you ready? I am so nervous. I'm not Matt. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not so nervous. I'm not Laura. Don't worry, Laura. You're with the professionals. I don't need that. I don't know. (laughs) Um, Okay. So last we we saw you guys in Below Decks, uh, you were sort of recovering from uh, your trip to Stoneholm. And you had set sail on the Bell End for a few days. You rendezvoused with the Liberty. You all got through a little group therapy session and uh, call, blew up a boat. And you guys just barely escaped a shark. Hey, hey that his... shark was out to get us, all right? <laughs> and that's sort of where we're picking up. You guys are still uh, sailing on the seas of the Badlands. Now, streaks of lightning fill the horizon behind you, just as they have for the many days since you departed the Liberty. Your journey from Stoneholm has been without incident, but you can never be too careful. For several days, you have outrun the fast-moving storm from the south and edged close to the northern borders of the Badlands, marked as always by the vicious winds and magical barriers of the Tear, that devastating aurora that traps you in these sea-bound wastes. It's the shark. It's coming to get us. <laughs> it's, it's Sharknado. <laughs> the sun begins to set, and for a moment, you are surrounded by dazzling lights on both sides of the horizon, and the contrast is utterly beautiful. You are awestruck by the majesty of the storm and the sweeping colors of the tear as both disappear behind the towering walls of rock as Cult steers the bellend into the safety of a nearby island's shadow. The light of the torches and of a small girl's magics provide the only light in the darkness of the cliffs, and you are protected from the beautiful death that encircles your boat. 
It is here that you drop anchor, and your weary pilot joins Edmund below decks for a long rest. Locke. Well, that's convenient. And Maeve. It's very convenient. <laughs> These writers really know what they're doing. Yeah, Locke really. and Maeve, you two stand atop the deck of your ship. Starlight glints off the waves in the distance, and the ocean is quiet and still beneath you. Seven days have passed since the Beast of Stoneholm was slain. What are you doing? Hey, uh, Mr. Locke, where, uh, where are we? I'm not entirely sure. Kalt is the one who has been steering us. Where uh, Locke, you remember when you guys discovered the boat that there is a map below decks. Uh, if right. you wanted to take a look, uh, just letting you know that because it's been a while since we did that. <laughs> Definitely no metagame happening here. I would like to go below. <laughs> <me>. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I guess I'll go. I'll go check it out. Okay. Cool. I'll so stay. You... I'll, uh, I'll stay up top. So Locke, you're a pretty beefy dragonborn man. Mm -hmm. um, you sort of step down the stairs into the below decks area and the floorboards creak beneath you. I'm going to have you roll a stealth check. With advantage, please. Okay, I got a 14 plus 6, so unnatural 20. Okay, with that dirty 20, uh, even, though the, even though the floorboards start to sort of moan beneath your giant dragonborn feet, uh, you hear the snoring chatterings of Edmund and Kalt. And you are moving toward the sort of table in the center of the below decks area, and you see the map. Um, so the Badlands is sort of in the shape of a circle. Uh, mm -hmm. I can actually, I worked on the map today, so I can show you guys this, but, um, <laughs> but the, the Badlands is in the shape of a circle. There's an outer ring of large islands, and you're at sort of the most northwestern island on this circle about as close to the mainland as you can get. Of course, the mainland is separated by the tear, that giant sort of barrier that blocks off the Badlands from the mainland. Um, and that's why it's visible and hasn't been in other places because of how close to that you are. So it's a large island, uh, maybe a little larger than Farpoint was, um, definitely larger than Stoneholm was, and uh, not really a lot of islands nearby. It'd take you a while to get to anywhere else. But Cult has parked you in sort of an isolated location in a little corner of cliff walls by this island. Interesting. Okay, I'll go back up. Mm -hmm. Now, where is uh, where is Fluffy in all of this? Why don't you tell me? You were the one who was uh, enlarging and shrinking the cat for fun. Oh, I guess. Well, I imagine that uh, the cat would be tired as well and conveniently sleeping on uh, Sir Edmund's chest. Uh, I had the same image in my hand. So, Locke, uh, Locke, can I have you make a constitution saving throw? Sorry, a wisdom okay. saving throw. Wisdom saving okay. throw. Hold on. I got a six plus one, seven. Okay. As you're making your way back above deck, the, the, you, you hear a little <laughs> of a cat ear sort of flickering, and you, and you turn your head to the side. Edmund's hat is on his face, and the ear of the cat is flickering as it brushes against the feather. And mm -hmm. because you fail your wisdom save, you let out a little, <laughs> as you make your way upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you make your way up, up to the up to the top of the deck, and you're hanging out with Maeve. Um, right. You guys can be wherever you want. Crow's nest, bow, stern, water. I don't care. I'll uh, I wanna... I'll go up to the crow's nest. I I, okay. I I'd like to go up there. Cool. Give me another reason to use that sound effect. <laughs> uh, nat twenty. All right. Yeah. I'd say that you spryly jump up there, lock as you step above board. You um, you notice uh, Maeve's uh, nightshirt sort of just like just mm -hmm. flit away uh, up to the crow's nest and you know that that's where she's gone she just asked me a question i went to go find her the answer and then she just leave <laughs> i come on yeah maybe has been having a rough time why don't you uh All right. <clears throat> why don't you go check on her okay <laughs> wow 
I like this uh, this Colin just directing everything. <laughs> we got 90 minutes. We got to hustle. Yeah, I'll go open the crow's nest. Yeah, okay, I'll go open the crow's nest. What else is new? <laughs> what is that roll? Uh, for, the, for the crow's nest, I'm just going to say that you can uh, you can do it. Oh, okay, cool. Okay, so, yeah, I'm, what, I'm what up there say? now. Cool. So, so uh, Maeve, you're sort of sitting with your legs dangling off the side of the crow's nest as you hear the sort of clunking sounds of a big boy making his way up to the crow's nest with you, and Locke now stands beside you. Um, I, I kind of want to come up here to look around. I, wh- what are you doing up here? Well, you asked me where we were, so I went down to the map to find out where we were, and then you came up here. Okay, well. So, yeah, we're, we're, we're at an island that's uh, pretty close to that there storm over there, but... Can I, I think... look out from the crow's nest and try to see if there's anything distinctive? Yeah, sure. Uh, remind me, do you have uh, dark vision? Hell no. Hell no. Okay. I always I keep... Why did, no one in our party has it. It's crazy. Oh, wait. I All lied. Right. Yes, uh, I do. I lied. Okay. I, lied. I was sorry. about to say, because your te- <laughs> dragonborns are the ones I always think don't have it. Yeah. Okay. So... Um, we don't. Yes. Damn it. I'm so... I'm, I'll get this one of these days. Uh, go ahead. Uh, just roll, roll investigation. That's a uh, 16 plus 1, 17. Okay, with a 16 plus 1, um, you're sort of looking around at the cliff walls, which uh, it's hard to really see any definition in them. They're pretty, they're abnormally sh- sheer, abnormally straight and flat. Um, you notice Cult has sort of like parked you near a high wall, but as, it so- as the corner like kind of wraps around your boat, the nook that you're in, uh, the walls are actually quite a bit lower there, and you you see some of the light from from the stars and from the tear sort of reflecting off the blades of grass at the top, um, and I I think that that's probably the only distinctive thing you know with this uh, with this quick look. Approximately how far away from the cliffs are we? You're not that far. You're maybe like thirty feet away from the nearest cliff. The lower one is like a hundred feet away. Like you could mm-hmm. swim there. You could probably. Uh, this boat doesn't have a dinghy, but I'm sure that you could find a way over if you had to. Um, I don't really want to get wet. Yeah, neither <laughs> do I. I mean, I'm pretty happy just staying on this boat. Is this... Stoneholm is where we killed all the people, right? Yeah, yes, that's it right. Is. That was, uh, seven days ago. So I just want to... We are far away from I want to get now. down on uh, Maeve's level, uh, since I'm assuming she's mm-hmm. below me. Like, sure. Uh, you, uh-huh. you you slip your feet down over the edge of the crow's nest, uh, but your, your thighs are a little less comfortable between right. those bars because you're so strong. Little I'm bit a girthy of, boy. A little bit of scale chafe. <laughs> um, so I just want to like look over at her and be like, uh, "So, uh, so, kid, how you holding up?" Uh, well, the cat's nice, and I guess you and Edmund are all right. That that <laughs> Mister Lock guy though, he he smells funny. Did you say Mister Lock? Mister Colt, you mean? Oh yeah, him. Yeah, I was like, I'm right here, you <laughs> asshole. <laughs> um. Yeah, Kalt is a weirdo, but I think deep down he means well. Does he? But he just had a rough a rough childhood, I'll put it that way. Wow, me too. Maybe I'll be just like him when I grow up. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's not get ahead of ourselves. I think uh I think if you stick around old Eddie and I will we'll we'll steer you straight. Okay. Well, I that sounds okay, I guess. Just wanna make sure that you know that what you did is not your fault. Yeah, I know. There's 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 something weird going on with me, but even I don't know what's going on. I don't think any of us really knows what's going on in general. Um yeah, no, that's all I got. Um so look I'm gonna I'm actually gonna point out to the grass that I saw. I was like, you see that grass over there? 
Yeah. That's some interesting looking grass that I investigated. <laughs> So, Locke, as you squint at that grass, you're kind of thinking, what kind of dumb thing is this incoherent child, you know, saying to me about this grass? But as soon as you look at it, flashes of multicolored light spill over the cliffs and paint the white stone surfaces with brilliant hues. Each moment, the strobing shifts and casts new shadows. After several seconds, faint and distant explosions are heard behind the flashes, as if chasing them off the island. This continues for several moments before silence returns and you're left in the starlight. I would like you each to make a perception check. Fucking crack. I got to say three plus one for me. Okay. <laughs> Just I my got dark 11 vision. Plus help. four, 15. Okay. So after that actually extremely interesting uh, grass uh, thing has subsided, <laughs> uh, Locke. As Maeve was sort of like astonished by the fact that her, that she revealed something, uh, you actually notice in the flickering and shadows on that low section of the cliffs, uh, there seems to be a rope dangling down from the cliffs, dipping all the way until its tip is in the water. And if you follow it down, there's sort of like a small little makeshift dock just made of planks bundled together uh, that leads up to that low cliff. What the heck is that for? And, and now I think at this point with it pointed out to you, Maeve, given your dark vision, I think if you focus, you can see it too. Well, that's interesting. How, how far away is it from us? About 100 feet. Well, uh, it seems like the only way to explore this island is to go up the rope. Yeah, but that's like hundreds of feet, isn't it? Yeah. This is the lower part of the cliff, so it's like it's like 100 feet. That's a long-ass climb. What do you mean? It is well, a long-ass climb. We don't have to climb. You're telling that's... me that the people of this island... Have to constantly climb up and down a hundred foot rope to this tiny ass dock. Well, maybe they don't want to leave the island. I am not telling you anything. I'm telling you. Okay, I'm telling you something, but I'm not telling you that. Okay, well, it, they're in much better shape than I am. I'll tell you that. Well, that's why we have magic, so we can carry fat people. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna let that one go. <laughs> Like, I, Locke is literally going to turn away like, I'm not fat. It's okay. I'm sorry. We have been making a lot of comments about specifically how heavy Locke is. I'm not even that heavy. No, you're not. You're, but like, we, we okay. Anyway. I weigh so, 225 pounds, you asshole. That's pretty good for literally a dragon man. Okay, what do you guys yeah. do? Um, um, I mean, I would prefer not swimming over there because I have very heavy armor, but... See, that's, that's what I was talking about before. I'm, I'm sorry if I offended you. Oh, it's it's okay. <laughs> can you use your levitation, dude, I, to get I can, us over there? But we can only go straight up and down, and I can't, oh, like, cool. go over Okay, what feet. if? Hold on. Hold on. What if <laughs> we make up the forward direction? Like, we lay down, so our heads are pointed toward the cliffs. <laughs> <laughs> Just change our frame of reference. Uh, I mean, I I wouldn't say no. <laughs> I mean, that's a that's a Colin question. I'm gonna say I really want to say yes because I love. I'm just gonna give you a point of inspiration. You can use that later because that was amazing. Uh, but no, that's not going to work. <laughs> okay. Um. Just because you face the wrong way doesn't change gravity. <laughs> that's because you're facing the rock. Okay. Okay. So I got that reference. Um, is do we have do we have rope? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Um, do we have a bow? Uh, Edmund does. <laughs> can I go steal his bow? You can try. I want to go try to steal his bow. I'm going to stay up in the crow's nest. 
Okay. So, uh, so Locke, you sort of, uh, you slide down uh, the ladder to the crow's nest, and you sneak downstairs to the below decks area, and you sneak over. I'm going to have you roll another stealth check, but this time um, with just regular uh, straight roll, no advantage. Okay. I got a 14 plus 6, so another dirty 20. Okay. I'm waiting for that nat 1, Pat. You know it's going to come. <laughs> I know what's going to happen. Okay. It's going to so, be bad when it does. So you uh, go down to where they are lying down in the cot that Edmund and Fluffy are lying on. The bow is actually, like, tucked behind him, so you have to, like, gently reach over the cat and Edmund, and you hear, uh, insert Josh going, <laughs> snoring noises here. Um, <laughs> you, you reach over and start to grab the bow, as you do, you notice the cat suddenly begin to stretch out and yawn, which is normally adorable, but maybe here a little horrifying because it could spell your detection. But after its paws and claws stick straight out, it goes completely limp and drapes back over Edmund's chest, and you have stolen the bow without being detected. Awesome. So you tiptoe back. Did uh, I also steal an arrow? Roll stealth. <laughs> oh my god! Actually, sleight of hand. That yes. makes more sense. Sleight of hand, yeah. I'm a good dungeon master. I got an 11 plus 3, 14. Um, that, yes. That, okay. that, okay. So I rolled for Edmund and the cat separately. So when you take that, uh, take the arrow out, uh, Edmund still doesn't move. Uh, but the cat opens its eyes as you mm. draw the arrow from the quiver. And it lets out a single meow and falls back to sleep because it's a cat. It doesn't care. <laughs> okay. And you make it out. All right. So I'm going to go back up into the crow's nest. Actually, wait, no. I need to get rope as well. Yeah, Sorry. rope is just laying around. You can just okay. get that. Grabbing the rope. Is it at least 30 feet of rope? Oh, yeah, it's more than that. You've got, like, 50-foot okay. ropes, 100-foot ropes. It's stuff that you have to use for sails and rigging. Um, right. uh, and uh, last episode, they used it to pull you out of the ocean, so. Right. Okay, so I'm going to grab maybe a 50-footer. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to go back up into the crow's nest. Mm -hmm. How far away is the dock from me right now? That's about 100 feet or so. Oh, never mind. I need to go get a longer rope. Okay, so you <laughs> climb all the way up, check your rope and go, ah, damn it, and then you climb down and grab a longer <laughs> rope, and you climb back up. Locke right. is doing the uh, Pythagorean theorem in his head. <laughs> <laughs> he's got, like, the arrow in one hand, the rope in the other, and he's just like... Fuck. The, the art for this episode should just be a side view of the boat, the cliff, and then like a white triangle on it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So a squared plus B what I'm squared equals C squared. What I'm going to do is I'm going to tie the rope mm -hmm. around the crow's nest to make like a little anchor. Mm -hmm. I'm going to tie the rope around an arrow, mm -hmm. and then I'm going to try to use the bow to shoot the arrow all the way to that dot. Sure. Okay. Cool. I'm just going to have you uh, just uh, make an attack roll. Okay. What does inspiration do again? Uh, I think it doesn't let you add like a d4 to something. It gives you advantage. It depends. Advantage. Uh, okay. I'm, okay. Oh, I'm thinking bardic inspiration. Um, yes. So, yeah, if you want if you want to spend your inspiration here uh, and gain advantage on it. Okay. I will do that. Okay. Fuck. I rolled a six and a seven. Okay. So, plus, seven uh, plus, plus what? It's plus your dex because it's a bow. Yeah, plus three, so ten. Not good. Boy, you were lucky. That's where I set the DC. Your arrow Let's go. launches off of the boat far into the distance, and you sort of lose sight of it in the darkness. And um, after a couple seconds of it sailing through the air, the rope goes slack, and you feel your heart drop for just a moment before Maeve says, you got it. So, Matt, I don't know if you, want, if you want to say that, and I'll edit that bit uh, out. Uh, you got it. <laughs> Seamless narrative. Okay, so, yeah, you have now uh, you have now uh, got a rope 
connected between the bell end and this makeshift dock. All right. So now all I need you to do is levitate us up and down, and I'm going to pull us on the rope forward. Uh, okay. There's no way this can go Boom. wrong. There's not. I don't think we've ever had an instance on any of our episodes where levitation goes wrong. So cool. The... <laughs> so I'll roll wild magic when I cast levitate, right? Right. Uh, that is the yes. That is correct. Oh, I forgot about wild magic. Everyone's gonna fucking die. Fuck. This is gonna be the worst holiday ever. I got a two. Okay. So nothing happens. Excellent. Okay. Uh, so you execute the plan exactly as you have laid out, Locke. Uh, you uh, you are now levitated by Maeve as she concentrates. Uh, you sort of like grab her in one arm and use the rope to pull yourself across the water until you reach the cliff wall. The rope ascending the cliff wall has a lot of large knots in it that make climbing easier, but for you it's really just guidance as Maeve thrusts the both of you upward 100 feet over the blades of interesting grass until you have set foot on the island. And that that takes less than 10 minutes, right? Because that's how long I can concentrate up on this for. Oh, yeah, 100%. Like, again, okay, if we're doing a, a, a squared plus B squared equals C squared, <laughs> that is less than 10 minutes of triangle. So we're right. making good time here. So you oh. guys have uh, landed on top of the island. And as you look around, it seems like you're mostly surrounded by, like, plains of grass. Not behind you. That's a cliff. That's death. Don't do that. But everything else is just grass and hills and roaming. Uh, but off in the distance, uh, you see some lights. And those lights are illuminating what appears to be a stone tower, uh, which is you can't really make out any details of it because it's sort of surrounded by clouds of smoke. You see no fire, but you definitely see some smoke. I would like to roll Arcana. Okay, go ahead and roll Arcana. I'd like to do uh, Perception while he's doing that. <clears throat> I got a 16 plus 1, 17. 16 plus 1, 17. All right. Um, looking over the scene and you trying to identify what the smoke might be coming from, you don't sense that the smoke is related to anything magical you definitely are getting like general vibes here like you feel general magical vibes general magical vibes i don't know the best fantasy way to describe that but you have a good sense that there are maybe more fluctuating powers present here than other places you've experienced Okay. Uh, and Matt, what'd you roll on your perception? Uh, 14 plus 1, 15. 14 plus 1. Uh, you see the smoke sort of drifting away from the tower, um, and it has, um, it, the, all, the, all the bits of smoke seem to be sort of emanating from the top of the tower. You can tell that that's the source, and the wind is blowing it away from there. And this is all against the backdrop of the tear, which at the north of the island, you've never seen it this close to an island before. Um, it's like it's touching the north part of the island, and it almost looks like an aurora borealis sort of thing, but on the ground level. So that is far in the distance of the horizon. And against that backdrop, you can tell the smoke is coming from the top of the tower. Now, question. Uh, yes. Do we know that this is the tear? Uh, Maeve, I don't know if you do. Locke, I would say for sure, especially Locke, you being involved with like smuggling and stuff like that. You frequently had to deal with the logistics of things co coming like to and from places on boats. Um, mm. so you have a, you understand that this is like the magical barrier that separates the Badlands. This is what makes the Badlands a shithole and makes the mainland supposedly a good place. Um, so yeah, you, you may not, you might not have seen it like this before, but you know what it is. Uh, Mr. Locke, what are the pretty lights over there? That's not something you want to mess with there. I've seen men go in, but they don't come out. Okay, cool. They're also, the smoke's coming from the top floor of that tower. Oh. We should, uh, let's go check that out. <laughs> this is the most efficient conversation I've heard in my life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you guys start making your way over to the village, and you start to step in between, uh, like there are just some wooden posts, uh, sort of littering the, the fields here. 
uh, and they start to get more dense and you start to see some worn footpaths uh, sort of leading around the um, uh, some worn footpaths leading around in between these things. Almost like like people used to hang out here, but they don't anymore. But it's getting more and more dense as you get closer to the town. So as you do this, you also start to hear like small bits of commotion and the, and the tower is starting to loom a little bit taller and most of the smoke has blown away. When you say commotion, are you saying like action commotion or just like normal town? Like like townspeople, you hear like okay. chattering and bickering, like uh, a lot a lot of lights. It's the middle of the night, but a lot of lights are on uh-huh. and, and a lot of fires are lit as 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 you get closer and it's maybe not what you'd expect but so far this whole thing's a little weird you don't say typical so i'm going to have each of you as you get closer and these things start to get more dense could you please roll perception for me eight plus one nine. eight plus one eight plus four twelve all right well, you guys are on the same wavelength tonight i love it so uh you start to sort of pick up your pace a bit and you briskly make your way uh further toward the tower and further toward uh the village that you see and you suddenly hear a voice behind you that's me right <laughs> yes <laughs> okay just shut yes up. okay yes <laughs> i can't believe how much you fuck hello <laughs> hi hi laura who's there who's there <laughs> i asked you first <laughs> Yeah, but I live here. Who are wait. you? Oh, wait. This is... Uh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize she was in character. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going to uh, <laughs> whip that again around. No, no, you're <laughs> fine. That's staying in. Oh, hi. Oh, who are you? Oh, man. That was so good. <laughs> Do you want to know that it's coming from behind me? Like, Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're- okay. So I'm going to just like whip around, put my hand in front of Maeve, and then just like, what do I see? Laura, why don't you describe exactly what it is they see? Uh, you see a halfling girl. Um, she looks like things. Um, <laughs> she's about three feet tall. She weighs about 35 pounds, dark brown hair, um, and very pale skin. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Um, actually, Matt, could I have you roll a nature check? Can I tell that she's a halfling, or do I think she's just a small person? You can tell that she's a halfling. Let's see okay. what Matt thinks. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, 11 plus 1. 11 plus 1. You look at this, and you think that you found a new best friend, another little girl. Oh, hi there. I'm Maeve. What's your name? Hi, Maeve. I'm T- Tamara. Tamara. Oh, hey. Did, you, did your parents burn in a house fire, too? <laughs> oh. <laughs> um... Maeve, no. why don't we uh, why don't we keep that one on the DL until we at least know the person a little better? You don't want to just spew your your secrets to the world. Well, I, mean, I don't know. I mean, it sounds like an interesting story. I'd love to hear it. It is a very interesting story, but that brings us back to who are you again? Like, I know you said you live here, but where is here? You don't know where here is? Nope. We just kind of got taken oh. here. So you're from outside. There was a storm, and then our uh, our, our captain kind of landed us here. Um, there was a shark, and <laughs> a lot of things that happened. We just tried to find a, a safe spot to settle down for the night. Revenge of the Sharknado. So you, I can't believe you guys aren't from the island. This is this is Feldrum. I've never met someone who wasn't from here before. Who? Oh, oh my goodness! Tell me everything about the. Sh- what is a shark? I guess I know what a shark is, but I've <laughs> um, never really interacted with one before. It's not good. It has a lot of teeth, and it's it's pretty scary. It swims. It's it's in the water. Um, they they could smell blood like a mile away. They're they're pretty terrifying. But wow, I think Maeve, honestly, the public education very, system is really dug very knowledgeable about sharks. There, kiddo. 
<laughs> They're honestly misunderstood creatures. Shark Week was on the boat. <laughs> it's been a long week since the shark attacked us. We decided to do a little research. Well, you're welcome. This is this is Feldrum. It's uh it's a we're about to head in towards the village, but this is the island of Feldrum where everyone is so happy all the time. And it's lush and green and wonderful. I would like to roll insight. Yes, please. Thank you. That's <laughs> cool. Ten plus uh, Fuck. four. Fourteen. I get an eight plus nine. I might not get this. I got a fourteen. Uh, Laura, if you are trying to deceive them, roll deception. If you are just sort of emoting, then we don't have to roll anything. Uh, no, I'm just emoting because I know okay. that it's, it's true for most people, just not yeah. myself. So, so yes. So uh, Tamara is a is being very honest that everybody else on the island is extremely happy. Um, can I ask a question, Tamara? Yeah. Um, what what's with the smoke in the tower? Oh well. You, you got awfully quiet a, all of a sudden. I did. I made a bit of a mis- I just- <clears throat> I made a mistake. <laughs> and uh, it ended up in a bit more of a commotion than I was expected to. But I mean, you go up in the tower, you try to fulfill your only wish. Like, what do you expect? You gotta give it a try at least, right? You know, that's just life, honestly. <laughs> I- You know- I don't trust people that easily, but I like you, I think. <laughs> what uh, what was this wish that you were trying to fulfill? That's a bit personal. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. I'm gonna, I'd like to subtly cast suggestion, like, and uh, say, you should tell us what wish you were trying to make. <laughs> okay, uh, does... This does, is gonna get nasty. Does Tamara have to make, like, a wisdom save or something? Uh, she has to make a wisdom saving throw. All right, very good. Uh, 16. Oh, you match it. So nothing okay. happens. So while Tamara does not divulge the nature of the secret, uh, with the little bit of a push that your skills have, have given her, she does divulge the nature of the wish itself, which is Feldrum is about to celebrate um, what it calls Blessings Day, which is an annual sort of, uh, it's an annual uh, festival sacrifice where they, they uh, give things to their protector goddess, Seraphina. Uh, which Locke, you'll recognize that as one of the gods of the mainland, and uh, which is a little strange to you because you normally wouldn't hear that out here in the Badlands. But um, essentially, when the town is in need, they may return magical bounty to the goddess to have some sort of need granted. And Tamara is trying to get that wish all to themselves. So, Laura, I am going to have you roll a strength saving throw for something that happened uh, behind the scenes here. Why don't you go ahead and roll that for me? Here we go. Should I should I say my modifier once I roll? Uh, Yeah, usually say thing plus mod. And then what adds to. I just dropped it right in the ground. Good <laughs> fucking start. Oh, guys, we can't ever have her back, can we? It's so far away. Hold on. <laughs> You're so far. <laughs> so far away. Okay. I told you I forgot what D&D was and how to play. And what ha- I even have a dice rolling tray that I'm using, and I just rolled it right off the fucking table. <laughs> so heavy. All right. Uh, that is an 11 minus 3. That would be an 8. <laughs> 11. Woofa duffa. Okay. So, um, Laura, the, the item in question is not in your possession. All right? Okay. So, uh, so... Uh, Tamara has just explained to you Blessings Day and how 
to try to get a wish from the goddess Serafina. I know it seems like a lot, but honestly, contextually, like Locke, you already knew like some of these details of the goddess, but that's what you know now. What do you do? If I don't have the item, do I know where I could get another or something similar? You do. Okay. <clears throat> I don't know you guys very well, obviously. We just met in this field. Um, but maybe a little fresh blood would be would be a promise to the goddess. Is there anything that perhaps you would want to wish for that we could maybe make our way up to the tower? Uh, and I will also cast suggestion. Ah, okay, interesting. Do we both roll wisdom saves? Yeah, then? who's uh? Who you I mean, that here? would be casting twice if you want to burn the the uh, spell slots. Well, it's unless you're trying to suggest, so you can only cast it once unless you're upcasting it. Yeah, I think I'm going to uh, cast okay. it on the on the adult. <laughs> on the adult. Okay. Yeah. On, on, you're really making some bad assumptions about who runs this show. <laughs> I don't know anything. I'm new here. Yeah, I got a 14 plus 1, 15. Oh, gosh. Uh, and that, oh God, I don't even know what my wisdom save is. Oh, no, it's definitely a 13. Okay. So uh, so the spell uh, fails. Uh, uh, you have sort of like wink, wink, nudge, nudge, tried to sort of rope them along. Uh, Lock and Maeve, what do you have to say at the, uh, the promise of getting a wish granted? Um... I would like to know I, what we have to give up I'm, I'm a in little, order to get this yeah, way. I guess so. Well, you know, every year you basically bring this magical item or something that, not necessarily a magical item, but something that you, you work towards, some of your herb, whatever it is, like whatever you think is a good sacrifice to the goddess, you bring it up to the tower. Um, once it's granted, you know, you get this magical item or a wish or whatever. And then if you get to recycle them, then, you know, if you're not needed anymore. And I'm like going on and on, like <laughs> trying to make it so that it's like a little bit like hard to follow. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then you just you like bring it back, and then uh, and then you can ask for a new wish because it's already done. All right, uh, roll performance. Performance. Here we go. Oh, that is a natural one. Natural one. Oh. Okay, so it is plus five, so it's technically a six. Oh, oh, no, oh that cool. with natural ones that does nothing with me as your dungeon master. Yeah. So uh, you're sort of like as you're going on and, and making a very circumlocutorious story. I'm like sweating. Uh, you, you're like sweating and really losing the thread, and Locke just kind of is able to cut through the bullshit and like just ask you again, like what, what is happening? I'm trying to get a magical item from a place so that I can give it up as a sacrifice. Well, why didn't you say that before? I, uh, I don't know. I'm having a weird day. <laughs> Aren't we all? <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, well, I've never been off of this island before, and I just, uh, if we do end up doing this together, please just tell me everything that you know. Well, maybe we'll uh, see. Where, uh, yeah. what, what's this magic item that you're looking for? Hey, Colin, what's this magic item that I'm looking for? <laughs> so, <laughs> so, uh. There isn't a specific item. There is, so they have a lot of them locked up in the monument in that stone tower that you see. Um, that's sort of all she tells you, but there are more in there. And if you can get them, you could just offer them up for sacrifice that way. Like the items are there. You just need to get them and offer it. Did you think maybe the fact that you stole the item has something to do with why your wish didn't come true? Oh, no. <laughs> that's not how this works. <laughs> Um, are are you the only one trying to make wishes? No, of course not. Everyone makes wishes. I just uh, I thought I'd get in ahead of time. I just oh, so what do you mean ahead of time? Well, the ceremony technically doesn't really start until tomorrow, and I know like you notice that she's like she's very pale and like kind of thinner than she should be. Like I, she's not very healthy looking. Mm -hmm. Um. 
And you know, there's all these lines and everybody goes first. And then I don't know, somehow I just always get pushed and I don't get to make my wish. I just wanted my chance this year. Well, that's endearing. God damn it. You're making me feel sad. All right. You're making me feel sad. I'm not even a character. (laughs) I'm making myself feel sad and I'm probably lying. (laughs) I'm going (laughs) to... Roll deception on yourself? (laughs) Question mark? Question mark? Well, what... uh... Is that building supposed to be on fire or no? Uh, so the, the smoke has cleared and uh, you notice it's not on fire. The smoke did come from there, but it is not on fire. Just so you see that now, mate. Okay. So you can still ask the question, but like you you, you, you notice. I'm going to get down on Maeve's level again and like turn my back to, to Mara and just whisper like, do you, do you want to help her? I mean, it seems like we're, that's where all this is leading to. So why not? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> The DM thanks you sincerely. <laughs> so, um, okay. So yeah, sorry. You guys keep. Also, she this. looks really sick, and I want, I want, I want to help people. So, there's your the story reason. There's that character development. Ugh. Something like that. I'm just gonna let out a big sigh, like <sighs> turn back. All right, we'll help you. Oh, you guys are the best. Also, what are your names? I know I. <laughs> I know I met, uh, oh goodness, I'm so sorry. I've forgotten everything. Oh, it's okay. My name's Maeve. Hi, Maeve. Nice to meet you in a slightly less it's, abrupt way. It's nice way. to meet another, uh, another young girl out here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do I know that she, like, doesn't realize that I'm a halfling? Can I, like, play that off? As soon as she asks okay. that question, you're like, oh, she doesn't get it. Yeah. Uh, so and I'm Locke. Hi, Locke. And I'll reach out What's a hand to, to shake. And Locke, well, I don't really, uh. I don't really shake. I do this, and then I hold out my fist, look for a fist bump. I kind of like high five your fist bump. <laughs> nice. Turkey. <laughs> yeah, like, hold on. Yeah. Let, me, let me do this for real and get the sound. Sounds gross. <laughs> so, yeah. with this, Tamara sort of like ambles in front of you, uh, walking with it's sort of like an uneven gait, and and leads you past uh, sort of like large sets of farms. And there's like 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 ten of these just like giant farm crops that you're sort of weaving between torch lit between them, and you're getting closer and closer to the uh, to the monument. Which as you get closer, uh, this stone tower, it's I don't know what maybe like like eighty ninety feet tall, so towers above all the other houses in the area. But it's it's oddly beautiful. The construction is nothing nothing unusual it's it's uh, it's wider at the base than it is at the top but it is a straight circle it has like a sort of buttressing around the top but on the outside there seem to be all these murals and carvings that go along with the way that the stone is laid that sort of like depicting sort of a vibrant uh, a vibrant sense of artistry and um as you get closer to the tower though you do start to see a lot of commotion like some people are standing outside of the tower in crowds like in, in like not really fully clothed people just wearing like robes and blankets as, they, as they've rushed rushed out. it's an orgy guys that's what this holiday is no uh no they just like <laughs> they threw cover Maeve's eyes <laughs> <laughs> so you know, be careful they, child they've like thrown on whatever they could to rush outside and see what's happening and as you get closer you notice tamara sort of sticking to the shadows a bit more uh tamara I'm going to have you make a perception check. All right. Uh, that is a six. That is a six. Okay. Um, so you are looking very intently at the crowd, uh, looking to see if there is uh, anybody in particular that you should be looking out for, but uh, but you haven't noticed anything quite yet. 
Um, but you two take notice of the fact that Tamara is sort of starting to skulk around in the shadows. I'm going to try to like follow her. I guess I'll try to hide in the shadows, too. Okay. I'll just do right. what she does. I'm just going to catch up to her and be like, why are we hiding? Well, the person that kind of caught me up at the top of the tower when I was almost about to make my wish happens to be the sheriff. Happens not to oh. be the biggest fan of me. I just think it might be easier if we just avoid him and then we can all get away with our wishes and it'll be just great. Well, why is that? Why why, why doesn't he like you? Um, there's a lot of history there. Um, I have a tendency to get on people's nerves. By stealing things? <laughs> well, you know, sometimes it's hard. You know, my family are farmers. They've been working so hard and... I could just never keep up with the work. And so I started performing and, you know, making fun of people. And I'd like you all to make a stealth check. Oh, dear. Shit. Oh, natural 20. Okay. I hate to break this to you, but I got a nine. Got a nine. Okay. Uh, and Maeve? I got a two plus six, so an eight. Woof. Oh, okay. Jesus. Wait, so Mine is like, a 26. Um, before, does that help with anything? You, it does. So here's I mean, you'll probably be okay. Probably before, yes. you, uh, before you do that, I'd like to use my um, my Tides of Chaos to get advantage on this to re-roll. Sure. Oh, thank God. 19 plus 6. Okay, cool. Fuck nice. you. So, so at this point, uh, you guys, you're in the middle of the conversation, and Locke, you're sort of like speaking a little more loudly than you intend to. You know, kind of like a- Why are we hiding? <laughs> <laughs> And as you do that, uh, basic, uh, sort of a very tall man with a white mustache, mutton chop combination, and a straw hat, and these like these very loud red garbs sort of steps around the corner and says, What's going on over here? And only sees Locke. <laughs> I'm just going to look at him. <laughs> I, I say, who are you? I've not seen you in these parts before. What is your name? Uh, my name's Locke. I, uh, hmm. we, we came here on a boat. <laughs> And then there was there was a light show on the cliffs. Ah, yes, I see. Uh, I apologize to have disturbed you. We hardly get outlanders here at all, but I'm very sorry. It was a, an act of vandalism. A little scab set off fireworks meant for tomorrow. I'm, I'm sorry I'm at my wit's end. I was supposed to be sleeping with... Uh, sleeping in bed with my wife and children nearby tonight, but instead I'm out here in the cold, brisk evening. Ah, uh, I'm very sorry to have disturbed you. We are we are trying to get everybody back in their homes. Uh, if you need anything, <sighs> he just mumbles and sort of starts to like amble away. No, I'm good. Thanks. And he, <laughs> and he sort of waves you off. And but before he goes, he turns and says, "Ah, if you happen to see a small girl of any kind around here, be sure to let me know." We are on high alert for any sort of small girl wandering the plaza. And he sort of walks away. Um, okay. hey, Tamara. I'm definitely, like, against a wall. Yeah. <laughs> like the scene from Emperor's New Groove with Croc going, <laughs> I can't believe you guys have done this to me. <laughs> I can't believe you've done this. <laughs> yes, yes, ma'am? Um, what? So, he's looking for you, isn't he? Mm, yeah. He just he just said a small girl. What are you talking about? You're a small girl. You are a small girl. Well, yeah, but I just got here. Well, you guys pin the crime on Maeve and she goes to jail for the rest of her <laughs> life. The end. Wow. I see how it is. How about we get somewhere a little bit more out of the out of the limelight and we can talk this out? I think that sounds wonderful. Um, can I try to lead them towards like if I know of a back entrance to the store that I can try to like break into? Sure. Oh, by the way, sorry, the store, I, I guess I should, I meant stores in a storing storage area. 
okay. which is in the tower. Oh. There, yeah. uh, there are markets around here. This sort of the city center is sort of circular. There's like uh, sort of a courtyard surrounding the base of the tower, but on the outer ring, there it's like a bazaar. There are are, are markets and, and small shops all over the place. So if you need to get somewhere to hide, you can do that. But the magical well, items specifically are in the tower. It does it look like people are focusing their main attention on the tower, or does it look like it's kind of spread out from there since everything is kind of calming down? Some people are starting uh, sort of peeling off toward the exits to the to the north because that'll lead them back to the houses where they live. Um, so around there, it's a little muddy, but generally, yes, everyone is looking at the tower itself. Okay. Uh, yeah, why don't we uh, Why don't we find somewhere a little quieter to talk? Okay. I will lead them to that place. <laughs> okay, so you lead them to that place, the local tavern, which is currently closed. Uh, so you guys walk into that place, and you... Uh, it, you we just walk in, even though it's closed? I'll, I'm My brain is catching up with my mouth. Give me a second. So <laughs> you guys, uh, Locke, you actually, you have lockpicking skills, I believe. We've covered this before. I do. Um, so... Uh, uh, the camera cuts, interior, bar, night, lights off. Okay, I have thieves' tools, like, proficiency, but I don't have thieves' tools. Oh, wait, we do, though, because we stole, um, it was like a, we st- it was some kind of tool set that we got on Stoneholm. Um, that was... Didn't, yeah, didn't you steal some, you stole some shit from, uh, Randall's general and specific goods, right? Yeah. We're gonna retcon in that I stole some thieves' tools and remember to take them with me. <laughs> Alright, anything to give me a chance to drop in Ryan's Welcome to Randall's general and specific goods. Because that was one of my favorite moments of the whole game. <laughs> So you guys, um, you you pull out your thieves' tools uh, from the inside. The knob starts to jiggle, and you guys get in. Um, I've been watching a lot of Cheers, so it's the set of Cheers. That's what I see <laughs> in my brain, and no one's there. Not even well, Norm. I've never seen this. So. Uh, but you guys walk into that place, and you're sort of standing there in the dark as a couple of guards and uh, the red-robed sheriff are sort of walking outside the window, window peering in, but... It's so dark in there that they can't see you. And the three of you are secluded uh, near the monument. So it makes sense to me if we just lay low for maybe like, I don't know, 25, 30 minutes. Everyone's going to st- like calm down. This is really not going to last very long. Trust me, I've caused enough mayhem in this town. It never does. Uh, and then we can make our way into the store and try to get ourselves some uh, some magical items to make some wishes. So, uh, so- Locke and Maeve... She has not told you where the store is, just so you know. So, correct me if I'm wrong, but it seems like those fireworks you set off were for a distract, a distraction purpose. It was a bit of an accident, but also, maybe. Uh, Listen, I had to get away. Hey, hey, Mr. Locke. Okay, yes. Uh, Can I I pull you over into this uh, corner over here, where it's hopefully quiet? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you may. Okay. Tamara is now standing alone in the center of a bar and is very aware Listening that you're intently. talking behind her back. Uh, yeah, actually, yeah, no, that's a good. Uh, Tamara, roll perception. Don't don't tell me though. Uh, don't yep. don't tell y- me. Yet. Yeah, uh, just text me. Yeah, text um, me the result. Uh, Matt, uh, d- uh, do you want to roll for uh, just roll for? I'd say performance or, or stealth. Stealth. Yeah, you are trying to conceal either it, I think. either work. I guess uh, whichever you think is more appropriate if you're trying to conceal it. I'll I'll do stealth. Wouldn't it? Could you also consider deception? I don't think there's there. I think it's not deceit. It's concealment. Yeah, I guess that's fair. Yeah. Okay, I I got my number. Should I send that to you or? Um, yeah, please. Okay. Sure. Ooh, I like this surreptitious dungeon mastering. <laughs> okay. Um. Hey. So, uh, 
Mr. Locke, it, I, I'm, I'm starting to get kind of a bad feeling about her. It, it seems like she, she's doing a lot of stuff to go out of her way to hide what she's doing. And I, we really don't know what it is she wants. So I, I just kind of have a funny feeling. I get that. I also don't have the warmest of, of feelings about this situation, but just look at her, man. Kid. Yeah. She. <laughs> oh. <laughs> man, kid. Man, kid. I'm, I'm not good at this. So I uh, actually want to, and, and, uh, and you guys don't have to bring this up, like, in character if you don't want to, but I imagine it would have crossed your mind. Like, are you guys tempted by the idea of getting a wish? Like, given your circumstance, is that a thing that you're interested in and, and like is that motivating you in any way oh absolutely Locke is extremely interested. i'm absolutely interested okay. but i'm not gonna say what i want my wish to be no nope, that's totally fair um so yeah i'm just gonna keep saying like look at her she's down on her luck she doesn't look like she's having that great of a life if we can just get her this wish assuming it's not gonna be evil and then like give her a little look then i don't see the harm in it but i will make sure that we get out of this unscathed uh okay i guess and I guess I'll walk back. You two, back. uh, you're good over there? <laughs> yep, just, oh, a, yeah. just a little, we're, we're, we're uh, coming. just a cough. Um, oh, good, perfect. <laughs> yes, I had to just step aside. Just a cough. To step aside <laughs> I had to step aside and bring Locke with me to cough. <laughs> to cough. If we need to break into some place in order to steal anything, are we going to have to make another distraction is what I'm getting at? I don't think so. I think everyone's going to calm down. Once it clears out a little bit, we'll have a, a clear... Well, do I know, are there, like, guards that usually go around, like, through the night? Uh, generally around town, yes. Uh, the thing about this place, because this place is so sort of like utopian, the guards aren't like, oh, I'm going to throw you in jail and hurt you guards. You right. know that they're all, they're all very friendly. They really are sort of like a, a, a support group. It's like an occupation to just be there to make sure everything's running smoothly. So if you run into a guard, it's maybe not life or death, but they'll definitely stop you from doing what you're doing. Yeah. I think if we can just be a little sneaky, we'll be okay. Also, I realize that this is a very strange thing to to rope you guys into. You don't know me, and I I want to address any concerns that you have. Is there anything that I can make you feel more comfortable about this? Um, what? I am honestly just concerned that once we get up there, you're going to sacrifice us. <laughs> I My character actually also genuinely laughs. Happy fucking holidays! <laughs> wow, you guys... Must have been through some stuff, huh? You have no idea. Yep. Yeah, it, Matt, Matt's, Matt airdrops you a link to the podcast for you to catch up. <laughs> no, no, no. That is not how this works at all. It is, a, it is an item. I I promise you that. I'd like to make an insight check just, Go just to settle my own uh, worries. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. What uh, what exactly are you trying to roll? Is it just like whether or not she's telling the truth? Yeah. Or like, is she going to sacrifice us? Uh, No, I am not. I'm not trying to sacrifice you. Oh, well, that's that's reassuring, I guess. <laughs> All right, well, I guess uh So some time got 30 minutes to kill. Yeah, some time passes. Uh Bruh, so, let me fucking make conversation. Okay, cool. Let's sit here. Let <laughs> I was been trying to make this joke okay. for like 15 minutes, <laughs> All right? All right. Just I'm let good. it happen. All right, I'm out of your way. Make your joke. So, uh you said your parents were farmers, right? Uh, they are, yep. Most not famous doing on the too hot in this economy, right? I'm sorry, I was literally talking over you. What was that? <laughs> I said, not doing so hot in this economy, right? Oh, they're doing great. They're the wealthiest farmers in this entire island. Oh, man, they must have gotten some of those uh, government tax bumps. I failed to see how this is a what joke. Is a, what is a tax bump? I'm trying to fucking... I have those here. 
make a joke about farmers getting tax credits and then still suffering, but then you had to go and tell me that your fucking family was super rich. Yeah. Oh, no. We're we're the green bottles. We're fine. Okay. The green bottles. Now we're getting something. <laughs> I got a first name and a last name. So, riddle me this, Batman. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. So, if if your family is so rich, then why are you so unhappy and seemingly like broken as a person? Because this place isn't. For me. I mean, he ain't wrong. This place isn't for me. It's it's for the happy, strong farmers that want to just live here forever. That's not. But you I want to go more. somewhere else. And I can't leave because I'm not strong enough to do anything by myself. And nobody will help me because they all don't understand why I would ever want to leave this place because it's freaking perfect. If you really have to know, my wish is to be strong enough to leave this island on my own. Oh, that's so endearing. Well, why aren't you strong enough already? I was struck with a lot of illness as a kid and it just, you know, I still get bouts of coughing and my legs are weak and it just isn't it isn't great i feel like this place was blessed for everyone but me everyone is healthy and happy and fat and enjoys everything they do and all i can do is tease them about it to make myself feel better well i'll tell you what being fat's not all that's cracked up <laughs> <laughs> and it's canon now <laughs> <laughs> I did make it known that Locke has a bit of a dad belly. You so. did. Yeah. All I'm saying to you, Locke and Maeve, is that I have more to learn and more to see than this island can offer me. And so I'm trying to find a way out. This is true. But out there, it's not much better. The sharks are really scary. Well, that does sound a little intimidating. We've seen places that are terrorized by large, impending lords of the land that keep people subjected to the worst conditions you can think of. We've seen a paranoid brother and sister battle it out at the expense of townspeople and 70. their own family alike. Um, and our, our friend, Mr. Bell, he, uh, he, he died tragically. I'm sorry to hear that. We even na- we named our, uh, our boat after him. Mm. The Bell End. I mean, it's... I don't expect it to be easy, but don't you think that having those experiences would make you appreciate this more? Quite possibly. Being exposed to all these hardships makes you a stronger person on the inside. So I hope that we can help you become just as strong on the outside. Thank you. 30 minutes passed, um, and you see a lot of the people have dispersed. Um, The sheriff is still sort of walking around but he's kind of just moseying at this point you can tell he's like not totally awake as he's sort of like leaning against posts but at one point when he's like on the opposite side of the tower from you tamara gives you guys a signal and you quickly exit that place and lock the door behind you because you are a considerate patron (laughs) and lock the door and lock the door (laughs) should we roll stuff uh no there's no one right next to you at that point as far as we know. As, well, I'm the DM. I know. So, <laughs> I understand that. So the monument has doors sort of on all sides. You manage to make it to one of the doors that leads you in. And on the bottom floor, uh, you enter. Now, at this point, Tamara has still not told you where the magical items are. So you enter. You see that this entire bottom floor, it's not broken up by walls. The entire floor is just open. Uh, but it is full of chests and crates and boxes like it is like a mave 
uh, a maze, uh, sorry. A maze. <laughs> Freudian <laughs> slip. <laughs> and you guys uh, sort of have to like really like, I don't know, you ever play like Tomb Raider or Uncharted when it has you go through like a little crack in the wall and it's like super slow and the camera zooms in and you're like scuffing between the boxes? Uh-huh. That's what this is. Oh, damn. Um, there's just so many boxes. Uh, and uh, you're being led by Tamara. Uh, as you go through these. Hey, Tamara, what's uh, what's in these boxes? These are the magical items, correct? Uh, so you don't know. <laughs> oh. Uh, you know that, that this couldn't possibly all be the magical items uh, at right. the very least, but you think that it is all, like, you know that a lot of this is food. There's a celebration coming. This is where they're putting mm. uh, a lot of the goods and things like that, but you don't know where everything is. You kind of, you I'd, you had that, that, um, the item you had before, you had that in your possession to begin with, I'm right. going to say. You don't know where exactly they are in the building. Uh, yeah, say what you will to, cool. to Maeve and Locke. Uh, well, a lot of this is the stuff for preparation because, you know, there's a big feast and there's all sorts of, you know, decorations and food and all that stuff. But if we search through here and make our way, we should find a couple of chests that also have magical items in them. Um, okay, so you, given that you have a bit of uncertainty, I'm gonna uh, let's, deception's the best. Yeah. deception. I say that with a lot of confidence and yes. no actual confidence. <laughs> that is a four plus seven. Alright, uh, you guys That's can roll insight if you'd like. Uh, crit fail. Okay. I got a 15. Uh, so 15. Uh, so Locke uh, just kind of continues to follow, but Maeve, uh, you are not buying what she is selling. Uh, I'm, I'm going to follow along. Okay, cool. Um, and you sort of, so you make your way uh, to the center of the floor where there is a, a, a spiral staircase. And um, as you approach it, Tamara... Do you decide to leave them up the stairs? Do you stay and look around? Like, you're not exactly sure what's going on. Yeah. What do you do? I stay and look around. I say we start opening some of these crates to see if any of it is magical items. But the only way to go besides around is up, right? Like, there's no... That's right. There's no down. Correct. Okay. Yeah, we should just start looking through some of these crates. If we each take one, we spread out a little bit. I would say search towards the center where they would keep, you know, try to protect things a little bit more. Okay. That's what they want you to think. All right. So at this lock, again, you're sort of bought into this. Maeve, you're still kind of on the fence. So speak gonna, up if anything. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to stay on the steps. I'm going to use Mage Hand to try to open the uh, the chests and stuff because, because I have okay. no idea what's in them. So lock, you, uh, you kind of like, you step back over to the boxes and you bust out your tools kit and you are like so ready to start popping these open. Before a little glowing hand appears in front of you and flicks it open, sort of deflating your your expectation of being able to do it all. Um, Tamara, have you ever seen anything like a disembodied glowing hand opening things before? Indeed I do, because I also have Mage Hand. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, get fucked, Colin. All right. This is why I ask. Uh, so so I, I, like, notice that Maeve has cast Mage Hand and, like, cast it also being like oh yeah i was totally gonna do that <laughs> and also start opening boxes with my mage hand weird flex but okay all right so Locke's sitting over here like a fucking loser uh no so you guys are all right i'm just gonna head out <laughs> <laughs> uh so Locke, you're just sort of like standing there looking around as these like little hands are flipped like they're not even closing the boxes they're just opening them and it's like it's all just food it's all like loaves of bread it's all cuts of meat, like, wrapped and covered Are in... Are there s- wheels of cheese? Uh, I'm, yeah, yes, there's cheese. Okay, cool. 
Cool. Do you want to do you want to explore that any more than we just did? Uh, no, I'll, but I'll probably <laughs> snag one on the way out. Okay, cool. Okay. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah, I'm just gonna start looking. Cool. Uh, so uh, go ahead, roll investigation for me, Locke. Uh, just Locke or all of us first? Oh, well, I'm gonna say you guys are still opening, opening okay. a lot of these boxes and crates in the nearby area. But yeah, Locke, you. I got an 11 plus one. So 12. So 12. So uh, as you guys are opening them, Locke like quickly rummages through a bunch of them. Like he gets through maybe like 10 boxes of sifting through them. And it's it's all you see is food. That's it. All food. If I see anything like particularly tasty, I would like to eat it. Okay. You do find. I got the munchie. Okay. Uh, really? Because you got high over a week ago in the game. <laughs> Dude, it's like after midnight. I've been awake for so long since I've eaten dinner. That's true. Um, okay, what what would be appetizing to you, Locke? What is your what um, is your cuisine of choice? I like cured meats. Okay, Colin pretends he knows what cured meat means, and you you oh, find like do you not know what a cured meat is? Bacon, ham, like I can tell you what it is, but I don't jerky. know what the curing process is. It's preserving it. Just like that's yeah. it preserves it so that you would be able to actually have it in a chest oh, like this. Well, then I got that. Yeah, I said they're like covered in salt and stuff. So you open, yes. yeah. You, as you go by one particular, that's literally what curing is. Well, now I know. This has been an educational and edifying experience. <laughs> you cover it in Thank salt you. and sugar, and then you just let it fucking sit there. The more you know. Right. Holy shit, dude. <laughs> So, so you, uh, so as you're sort of digging through, you you plunge your hand into one particular crate, and you feel like the the sliminess of like pork cuts uh, rubbing against your hand. It's all raw <laughs> and unprepared. But as the as, oh, what fuck you? Uh, and but it, it's like, and you pull it out, and you got like raw pork in your hand. I'm not eating raw pork. Okay, you say that out loud and put it back in the crate. <laughs> Now I gotta wash my fucking hands. <laughs> we got salmonella all up in this bitch. I just love the idea of a dragonborn rifling through food stores and just yelling, I'm not eating raw pork. <laughs> and, then, and then continuing on. So I didn't mean to take your agency away. It was just a funny image. Okay, so yeah, after several minutes, you guys are not finding anything. All right. So I thought this would where they would keep We them. ain't found shit. Apparently I was wrong. Let's maybe head up the stairs and see if there's anything up there. It, it sounds like you don't really know what you're looking for there, Tamara. <laughs> Did I find, like, a curtain or anything, like a rug in any of these things? No. Just let me go with it. Okay, fine. No, you, no not, like, not No here. clothing or anything? Um, I know that I'm looking for magical items, Maeve. I'm not... I will admit that I don't know quite as much about where everything is kept as I, as I may have made it seem. Do, do you have a way to, like, detect magic? <laughs> um Subtle. i don't oh, jesus christ that'd be very helpful though wouldn't it yeah neither do i it's something i always yeah. wanted to learn how to do though mm, uh, me too <laughs> i'm so sorry i can identify you know, things that we find though you're really using a lot of big words all right i need everybody to roll stealth oh oh that. i got a 10 plus 6 16 <laughs> uh 6 plus 6 12 also, six plus six, twelve. Excuse me, Maeve. Can you like get out of my character? All right. You like have all the same spells and we're rolling the same thing. Uh, after Maeve, you ask that question of where everything is, and Tamar's in the middle of explaining the answer. You hear from outside. What did I just hear from inside this building? And um, and you hear uh, the sheriff approaching via the door that you entered, and he pokes I... his head in. 
Yes. Okay. I was going to say, can I rush everyone like up the stairs? Uh, Maeve and you are on the stairs. So I'd say it's very easy for you guys to slink up there. Uh, Locke, you are not quite next to the stairs because you've been sticking your hand in all these cases. Um, You succeed on your stealth check. Uh, So the mustachioed man pokes his head around the door. And I'd say that you sort of like drop and you're like hiding in between the crates as he pokes his head in. And oh my goodness, who who opened all these things? These are full of cured meats. And I know those are, so I must protect them. (laughs) Jesus. And he he just basically goes around the outside of the room and starts slamming stuff shut like, I knew that you were going to come back here. I would like to crawl. I'd say that I'd say that you do that, but um, and I know you succeeded on the roll, so you make it up that you make it up uh, up the stairs uh, without being noticed Uh, Uh on the condition that you describe for me in exquisite detail what it looks like for a very large dragonborn dadgut man to crawl up the stairs with poor hands. Oh, it's really, really painful (laughs) because I can't grab on with the porky hands. So I'm like, is there is there a a railing on this staircase? Yeah. Yes, there is. Okay. So what I'm doing is I'm on my side, actually. And I'm using my feet and my hands to like use the the railing as a ladder. Like I'm grabbing onto all the the banister things and pulling myself up that way. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because because you have pork hands. <laughs> all right. So so as you're sort of uh, as you're porking your way up the stairs, <laughs> you, you, uh, you reach uh, Maven Tamara, and Tamara, you are very concerned uh, that the sheriff uh, is on to you, and like it's going to take him a bit to close all those boxes. But, like, you know he's coming up the stairs once he's done. Yeah. Um, I will kind of gesture to everybody, like, we're going we're gonna to go up, just up, just, just fast and up and quiet. <laughs> so um, as, you, uh, as you come up onto the, uh, onto the second story, and uh, the spiral staircase continues upward toward the center, uh, this level of the building has some livestock in it. It's not, like, packed with it, but there are, like, a couple pigs and a couple sheep. Uh, just sort of like in these little makeshift uh, pen areas. Uh, you can tell like this is, again, usually an open area, but there are some animals putzing around here. That's really all there is in this room and like some troughs and stuff for their food. You guys keep going. I'm just going to like let a couple of these guys free real quick, okay? You just keep going. Um, and I would like oh, to... Oh, don't tell me you're one of those people. I would like to just open a couple of the uh, like the uh, stalls. Okay. I'm not gonna like. I'm not gonna like try to get them anywhere. I'm just gonna open the stalls and like let let them be okay. open. So you have no specific intention for what they're gonna do. You're hey, just no. I'm just. Them. I'm kind of hoping that they'll try to go down and not up. But okay. I got a question. <laughs> yes. Do we have a health potion on anyone? Um. Would you have brought one with you from the ship? Because you have them on the bell end. Nope. Damn. I was really hoping to give one to a pig so we'd have uh, cured pork. Oh god. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> All right, I'm headed out of here. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. It's going to take one of these pigs with me and uh, <laughs> ski daddle. Okay. All right. You guys. <laughs> so uh, you do this. You open. Uh, you, like, very quickly, you run around. You're opening, like, pen after pen after pen. And, like, it's sort it's 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 kind of, like, almost the, the tension is unbearable that all these pigs are and sheep are about to bust out. Uh, they don't really do much of anything. One of the pigs sort of trots out and uh, goes down the stairs. I'm actually going to hold on a sec. The The stairs are a little bit slimy from the scaly boy making his way upstairs. <laughs> so let me actually make a... Oof! <laughs> I really don't want this pig to fall, no. So you hear the pig go like... 
<laughs> and it sort of like plops down the stairs. And you're like, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, Francis, are you all right? And he runs over and he starts starts paying attention, uh, starting starting to to care for the pig. Uh, and now Maeve's cured pork joke is much more salient as you continue upstairs. Oh, thank you. So on this on this. Um, staircase you're making your way up tomorrow before you poke your head up uh you hear a lot of noise coming from this next story and as you peek your eyes over the floor this room is full of guards oh. having a good ass time oh. there are tables covered in drinks and there and there's food uh there are cured meats there are vegetables and they are just sort of relaxing. This is a holiday. This is the day before Blessings Day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, you uh, look at this group and stop as Maeve and Locke uh, poke right up behind uh, you. One moment, please. It is time for me to stab myself with my insulin, and then I will think about what I'm going to do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is one of the many ailments that Tamara has. Yeah. <laughs> She's a diabetic. Fantasy diabetes. The layout of the tower is is the staircase just going right through all of these like in the center like a spiral staircase like there's no way to avoid being seen right uh it's an open staircase uh if you just run up these stairs you are potentially visible to everybody in the room okay i have an idea all right and then i'm gonna go back down to the next the lower level Mm -hmm. i'm gonna grab a pig (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna pull it up to just under the um the opening, uh-huh. and I'm gonna just like give it a firm slap on the butt and let it run into the guard's okay. room. Okay, uh, I'm gonna have you. This is so appropriate. I'm just gonna have you roll an animal handling check. Not good. <laughs> <laughs> I got a 10 plus one. 10 nice. plus one. So you smack the pig on the butt to try to get it to go up the stairs, and it. <laughs> and then you hear from downstairs, is that Jameson? And then uh, the, the pig. Shut the fuck up. The pig. Uh, <laughs> The pig, it, it sort of, like, tries to back up down the stairs into you. Um, so, Tamara, babe, you can try to help with this lock. I'm going to need you to roll a, a strength contest against this pig's ass. Yeah, I would like to help, but I got a negative three strength, so whatever that's, I can do. That's fair. If you both help, I'll give him advantage. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I need it. I have a 16 plus four. Okay, nice. 16 plus four. Let's see what I get. Oh. <laughs> if you fucking got a nat 20, I swear to God. <laughs> Um, okay, so what was your roll again? And a uh, sixteen plus four. It was a sixteen plus well, if you four. Have your okay, then you, you know, go for the twenty. Yeah, yeah. Why don't you go ahead and take that advantage? See what the second roll is. Fuck you. A three plus four. Okay, so the pig at this point is sort of pushing against you. Like the two of you, the little ones, you're sort of pushing up on its legs as Locke is pushing against its butt and like trying to get it to go upstairs. Uh, but the pig just sort of loses its footing and starts to like roll down the stairs past you all. You all manage to stay put, but you hear the thumping of another pig, the second <laughs> pig today, falling down the spiral staircase and it lands on its back and its legs are just kicking in the air. And the guards are like, hey, what's up? What's going on down there? And they're like, I made them sound evil. They're like, un- they're more Canadian than anything. Oh, hey, what's going on down there? Oh, that sounds like Jameson's in a bit of trouble, eh? And they um, and they start to sort of make their way over to the staircase. What do you do? Fucking Christ. Uh, I hide as well It was as a natural 20, by the way, listeners. The only one I'm going to get this whole game, and it was for a fucking pig going up the stairs. Fuck you. That was such a good idea. It was so good. It was a good idea. I was really bummed. Get it? Uh, Bye. 
Uh, anyway, let's go hide. Yeah, I'm gonna try to run back down the stairs and like hide in the corner of one of the stalls. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna do the same. Uh, okay, so yeah, you you guys uh, you hide in sort of the dark uh, dark edges of this large circular room, uh, and you see. One of the guards come down. He's like, oh, no, Jameson, you're on your back. What is it? What has happened to you today? And then from downstairs, you hear, is everything okay down there? I seem to have just gotten Francis up on his feet. And he's like, oh, yeah, don't worry. I think we've got anything well in hand. You're doing okay, buddy, eh? Uh, why don't you come upstairs for a drink with us? And after he gets Jameson on his uh, uh, on his feet, he, he he's like gently patting the pig on its behind. And they go back up, uh, up the stairs uh, into the room full of the guards. What do you do? All right. Give me just a second. I might have an idea. Sorry, this is where I'm actually going through my spells in a second. Yes. Depending on how dark you want to get, I got something that could be uh, pretty useful. <laughs> um, what do you have? Because I have something that only really does anything to one person, and it's a little harsh. Uh, I got this thing that I clap really loud, and then a whole bunch of thunder comes out. And a lot of times dudes fly across the room, <laughs> but I feel like that would only temporarily get us what we need. Yeah. Well, what if we just try to sneak by? Unless I manage to kill them we all. Do, we don't hurt the animals and we just, you know. Yeah, if you guys want to poke yeah. your head up and, and like check the floor again, you can. Ooh, wait, wait, wait. Okay. We can. I, yeah. I, I have an idea. Okay. Um, Tamara, how tall are you? I am three feet tall. Perfect. Um, what, how would you feel about, uh, it, uh, me shrinking you down and we put you in a backpack? Oh. <laughs> okay, but what about I feel okay about this. Us. What if we all just tried to look like cows and walk up the stairs? <laughs> I'm just saying there's no bad idea. We should just talk about it before many, we make a decision. How many people can you shrink? I could, do t- I could do two at the same time. Hmm. Now, how... We could all just... Yeah. Do you want to make us very small and then Yeah, because Mate's about, like, three foot high, too, so then she would shrink down and be a foot and a half. So then we'd have to, like, fit, uh... <clears throat> You'd have to, like, climb the or stairs. Or, yeah, there was carry some us. acrobatics checks involved. You could carry yeah. us, Mr. Locke. I could, but then they're gonna just see me. I am a big, beefy, girthy boy. They're not on the lookout for a dragonborn. They're not, but... Are they not going to just be like, oh, what the fuck are you doing in this town? No, I was just throwing that out as like a little bit of relevant information from earlier. I have a disguise kit. Can I try to make him look a little bit like a sheep? Oh, we've been through this before. I don't know how this is going to go. Honestly, you're small enough that I could just like hold you with your face away from them and pretend like you're my child. I mean, she doesn't have scales. I don't. I can adopt. (laughs) You don't know my life. As you guys are sort of like hashing out a plan here, uh, you see the sheriff sort of making his way up the spiral staircase straight past you guys up to the third floor. And you start hearing him addressing the revels uh, in in the floor up there. And he says, my word, Jameson is on the table. What a spectacular sight. Okay, let's just let's just go okay. for it. And uh, I'm going to pick both of them up. One second. And- I'm just going to sing you a beautiful song. Uh... You are new to me and you're amazing. You're going to do so great. Uh, and I'm going to give you a, an inspiration <laughs> die. It's a 1d6. <laughs> <laughs> you are amazing. <laughs> See, I, I can never play a bard after that. Like, that, There's no way I can top that. <laughs> Holy shit. You just ruined a whole fucking class for me, Laura. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. Let's, uh, let's go up these stairs then, boys. All right. I'm going to have you roll uh, stealth with advantage. All right. Wait, so are we... Wait, am I uh, Am I going to shrink? I'm just picking you oh. up. Yeah, I think you're going to... You can shrink if you want, and I'll just like put you okay, on the back. Okay, let's shrink. You can leave your friends behind. You can shrink if you want to. Yeah, thank you. I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> uh, 
I twin and large reduce on myself and Tamara. Right. Cool. Colin puts in the sound effect, and you guys are now very small people. Foot and a half tall. And you're and you're uh, sort of like just uh, inside, maybe like Locke's robes, like a I don't know, you're like bundled up like Baby Yoda in there. And you're in my pockets. Uh, yes, exactly, cool. little little pocket buddies. And uh, okay. you go ahead, roll that, uh, roll that stealth. Well, that was bad. And you can roll your one d six on this. Uh, I got a 16 plus 6. 16 plus 6. Let me roll for the group. And you make your way up the stairs, and nobody's paying attention to you because the sheriff was right. Jameson is on a table, and they're just, like, all sort of playing with the pig, throwing food <laughs> at him and, like, balancing food on his nose. Can I and, make like, a constitution yes. uh, check? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I got a 7 plus 2. Okay. What? Okay, that fails the DC I had in my head. What happened? I'm probably just going to start laughing. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. So you go ahead and laugh. Um, as you do that, um, ah, I, I got to... I gotta have you roll stealth again. Motherfucker. You still have the D6, right? Yeah, I do. Yeah, you could use the, the inspiration. Hold on. Okay, so I got a 9 mm-hmm. plus 6. I'm gonna use it. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Dropped it. Uh, plus another 6. So Ooh. 9 plus 12. Nice. Oh, dude. Yeah, you are... That is a good idea to use that bardic inspiration. Because you managed to sort of stifle the laugh as Maven, as Minnie Maven, and Minnie Tamara look up from the coat pockets... Uh, and see you sort of chuckling, and they're like, what's going on? And you're just like, I'll tell you later. I'm not even going to say anything. I'm just going to, like, elbow him. Okay. So you feel a <laughs> tiny little elbow against your chest, lock. Ow. And that's the sound you make. So you, <laughs> so you guys... <laughs> so you continue up the stairs to the fourth floor. Uh, this floor is largely empty, except for uh, a couple of big, dirty chests uh, that are against the wall. And again, the, the the tower gets more slender as it goes up, so this is the smallest room so far, so the fourth floor. And I want to roll Arcana. Cool, roll Arcana. Hey, uh, Mr. Locke, uh, can you take me out of yeah. your pocket? Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I'm just going to put both of them on the floor. I got a pocket full of Matt at. Yep. Matt at. Matt at. What about small up? girls? Small girls? I got a, nah. pocket, got a pocket about small, small girls. Oh, Jesus, that wasn't <laughs> Small, small girls. <laughs> The smallest small girl. Anyway, I got an 11 plus 1 for Arcana. Okay. Um, the magic vibes, uh, you still get that general sense that, that this general place sense. is imbued with a magical presence. Uh, but yes, there's uh, there's something funky going on with these chests. Now, I don't have like any, uh, I'm not like a rogue or anything, but can I check to see if these seem to be trapped in any way? Um, you can make an investigation I... check. Okay. Oh yeah, we're normal size now. Ooh, that's only an eight. Uh, that's an eight. Uh, looking it over, you don't notice right. anything. Uh, I'll try to open one. Okay, it's locked. I'll try to open it. <laughs> it's locked. Can I try to do that? Can I try? Can I try to do that though? Uh, open it. It's locked. Do you have a key? I got these tools. There you go. I have a forgery kit. <laughs> I forge a key out of thin air. <laughs> that's that's right, how let's a do it. I'm gonna works, try to right? pick the lock. Okay, so lock. Uh, just go ahead, and make a sleight of hand check. And I have proficiency with my thieves too. I think that's the only way you can pick a lock in this game. I mean, you can try without the proficiency as long as you have the tool. You could do like sleight yeah, of hand. Yeah. I got 
a 12. You feel a little bit of a spring as the uh, as the latch sort of like flips open and you open the chest and um, you can tell these are well cared for items. Uh, and tomorrow you would know that these are normally displayed throughout the, 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 the tower in a more prestigious way. But because everything is sort of crammed in here in preparation for the festivities, that's why they're up here. But you found them. You found uh, the magical items. In front of you sit a pile of six different items. Um, uh, I, I, you see a cloak, you see a small metal box, uh, you see um, you, you see basically a candle, uh, a candle that has like no wax having dripped down the side, but a wick that is definitely burned. You see a small toy duck, uh, you see um, like a necklace and a couple other trinkets like that. Uh, but your arcana check is, is uh, it's pinging off the Geiger counter here. These are magical items for shizzle. Oh, we got there. Wonderful. All right, now we should just. Um, which ones do we need? Which, which, what does the duck do? What does the duck do? Um, well, I believe that identify takes a long time, and I don't know if we have that time. Ten minutes. Do I? Do I know um, generally what some of these items do because they're usually around? Yeah, yeah, I'd say so. I'm not going to say that you know all the details, but you know. Um, you recognize the cloak of protection. Uh, you recognize the mind mallard. Um, Wait, what? <laughs> you recognize the mind mallard. Again, some of these are listener submitted and they are fucking off the chain. Uh, but on that note, you also recognize uh, the liar's chain. Um, the, the, these are items that have either been collected uh, or blessed upon the village in their hour of need by Serafina. Uh, and they are typically on display. Um, and will be as such until they are returned to the goddess for bounty. Cool. Um, I will tell them what the duck does briefly. <laughs> so. <laughs> That's my loading sound as I pull right, this up. I'm, I'm loading it. Uh, I understand, but you can make a less annoying sound while you're doing it. Come on, what does the fox say is an annoying song? That's no excuse. Um, so uh, you can, the duck has the ability to essentially, it, it's similar to, uh, com- it gives you charges similar to command and suggest. Uh, the duck allows you to use sounds that sort of pierce the minds of individuals uh, and make them more open to your suggestion. Well, the duck may swim on the lake, but my daddy owns the lake. <laughs> <laughs> that was from something I didn't. It's from Holes. Oh. <laughs> Come on. Bit. Matt is the only one who got that reference? I I haven't seen Holes since I was maybe 11 years old. Yeah. You got to go and dig those holes. <laughs> okay, All I right. do remember that. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, right. so the so the mind mallard, you know, it's basically it's a little mind control ducky. But keep in mind, Maeve, that we're we're giving these up, so, you know, it doesn't really matter what it does. We're just using these as sacrifices. Well, does it matter which one we sacrifice? Uh, I don't think so, so I'm just going to take one. What, what do you mean you don't think so? You got up here and you don't know? Well, like I said, it's not like I've exactly been able to cast my wish yet, so. I got to think that the, the goddess would want something that's a little bit pertinent to the wish, you know? Hmm. Like you're giving thought. something up that would almost help you in what you're trying to do, but you're... You're putting your faith hmm. in Serafina that she will give you what you need regardless. Um, Tamara, how much does this idea resonate with you? Like, does, are you persuaded by what he's saying? Does this make sense to you? Um, 
It does, actually, I think. Then I think with that, your eye is drawn toward the cube of, uh, of force. Uh, it's basically, it, it is a multi-sided metal cube with ornate decorations that, depending on which side is, is activated, uh, produces different protective effects. You've heard legend mm-hmm. that that the sheriff, in fact, used this in the past uh, to, to fend off um, unwanted guests to the island, but that was before your time. But that that sounds as though it sort of uh, aligns with your with your desire for strength and your desire for for wellness in the world. Yeah. Well, Mr. Locke, that's a very intriguing idea. Chock full of them. I think I'll take this one to uh, to not make any uh, to not to. Tamara sings a little song. Just in case it makes a difference. That's what I do. Yeah. So she grabs the cube of force and and slowly makes her way to the roof. My item of choice will be the liar's chain or whatever it was called. Okay, very good. Um, I I want to find something. I, I don't know. Th- there's nothing here that would let me change the past, is there? Or maybe look um, back and see stuff? I, I You would have no way of knowing that. Alright, then uh, give me one randomly. You take the mind mallet. <laughs> nice. Cause that makes sense. It's <laughs> a cool thing. I like it. It's technically a rubber ducky. I just couldn't think of any place in the Badlands that manufactures using plastics. So anyway, <laughs> um, so you each have an item in hand. Uh, uh, Tamara, in your small, frail hands, you clutch the cube of force. Uh, in your hand, uh, lock, your fingers run over the chain of the liar's chain as it sort of contracts in its shape and size as you make your way up the stairs to the roof. Uh, Maeve, you tenderly hold the mind mallard as though it is uh, like your Mr. Bear back on the boat. Mr. Bear is with me. Oh, so Mr. Bear is with you, and yes. now you have a fun little companion for Mr. Bear. Yeah, he's my spell focus. He's your spell focus. I, so, I'm sorry, I keep forgetting this wonderful little fact here. Uh, but the <laughs> three of you make it up to the roof, and Tamara, these two are looking at you. You now stand on the roof. Um, you got here earlier today before you were sort of caught. What do you do? Uh, what is the means of sacrifice? Like, what does it actually look like? There is there a uh, like an altar that you put it on, and then you make a, a prayer. Like, how does that actually work? So the only thing on this roof is sort of the remains of the fireworks and the and the soot across the ground uh, for, uh, that you set off earlier as a means of escaping the sheriff. You okay. don't really know for sure. You know that people come up here and talk to Serafina, but that's about it. Um, so I will go to the middle. I'll like kind of give them a look to like stay to stay back. Like you know, each of us does this on mm-hmm. our own. <clears throat> and I go to the middle. I kind of clear off some of the soot from the middle of the tower, and I place the cube down. And I kind of sit down on my knees, and I close my eyes and I look up and I say, kind of out into the universe, Serafina, I thank you for everything that you've given my family and this island and this town and my wish is that you understand that this place isn't for me and you can give me a way that I can I can leave so that I can maybe appreciate it a little bit more by the time I get back and then I kind of dip my head down and that's that's kind of it so Locke and Maeve uh, you watch her do this um, looking beyond her and over the over the buttressing rim of the tower um, lit up Lighting up the entire landscape is sort of the the the, the luminescent coloring of, of the tear against it and and there doesn't really seem to be any sort of change at this as as she releases her solemn prayer into the world. Um and she sits there for a few moments of silence. What do the two of you do? Um are we supposed to do something? We can try praying too. 
Maybe maybe we need to make our wishes. Maybe. That seems like it can't be a bad idea. Yeah, what, what what's the worst that could happen, right? I'll kind of, after taking my few minutes, I'll like stand up and, and like offer them the center as if I know that that's the right thing to do. Do you? Uh, eeny, meeny, miny, you can go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I'm gonna get up and kneel at the altar. Oh, there's no altar. It's the, she cleared the spot in the Whatever set. it yeah. is, right. Place the, the liar's chain uh, and say, Seraphina, goddess of protection, I know I'm probably not a person who deserves their wish to be granted. I've done a lot of bad things. Most importantly, though, I've let down my family. I've lied to them. And so I offer you this liar's chain in the hopes that you can understand that I regret all those lies, everything that I've done to hurt my family, and that I'm trying to be a better person. And the only wish that I can have any hope of you fulfilling is that you keep them safe. And then I guess, should I roll religion? Uh, hang on to that for just a sec. Uh, Maeve, do you do anything? Okay. I'll kind of come up and I'll kind of kneel in the suit as well and set the rubber ducky down. And I'll say, um, um, Serafina, I, I offer you this, uh, this rubber duck. My wish is to know, um, where, where my power comes from and why, why it keeps hurting people. I'm going to have all three of you uh, roll religion checks. Okay. Ooh. Well, that sucks. Yeah. Yep. That was fun. All right. 12. Okay. Five. Good talking to you. Four. Okay. <laughs> okay. You guys all sort of stand there in a moment of somber silence. Like you've been so bought into this into this process that after about a minute or so, you realize like you just sort of laid your hearts bare in front of other people. Like, you wouldn't have said this to them directly, but it's all out in the open, and there's, like, an intense vulnerability behind you. And you all sort of look to the sky at the same time as you hear a thud, thud, thud. Ah! What is it that you're doing up here? I knew I would fight you again! Oh, hello, mister. Oh, um, hi, Sheriff Winterbottom. What's up? <coughs> I'm, like, I, like, you see, like, there's a little bit of a tear that I'm, like, wiping off of my face, and I'm, like, trying not to look at anyone's eyes. I have given you so much slack in this town. I am, I want to keep everybody happy and content, and why do you feel so intent on making my life miserable? I fetched you off this tower once. What do you have to say for yourself now? I just wanted my wish. Can you just please leave me alone? And I cast suggestion on him. Okay, uh, let me roll... <laughs> Uh, what's the what's the DC I have to meet? Wisdom thirteen. Uh, I just rolled a thirteen. Damn so it. with that, he he looks at you though. He sees you wipe the tear off your face, and he, and and he sort of sighs, and he says, "Listen, I don't know what it is you expect to happen, but that is not how any of this were." And then a light appears in the sky above you, and Chester Winterbottom is sort of sent staggering backward as he shields his eyes from the light and the three of you look straight up and you hear from the sky a voice that says I'm sorry to say my friend is right you seem to come here in a bit of a sense of misunderstanding but rest assured I have heard you I have never had anything like this happen to me before so I just kind of like yeah. sit down yeah I'm just like, like I just the fuck? <laughs> lose my knees like I just sit down <laughs> Uh, Locke, does, uh, did you have any specific reaction? Uh, I mean, I'd probably also take a couple mm -hmm. steps back, but I would I would stay standing. 
What is it that causes you to come here on your own in such deceitful manners to steal the goodwill of a village for yourself? Well, these people had nothing to do with it, but... I don't know. It kind of seems like they did. Well, they helped. They helped, all right? But it just seems like everything goes so well for everyone around here, except for me, and you're offering goodwill to everyone except for me, and I just... I guess I was just hoping this year would be my year. And the two of you, what do you have to say for being swept up in such mischievous actions? Well, honestly, that's just pretty normal for us, but, uh... <laughs> I'm gonna elbow Maeve. <laughs> Uh, listen, I mean, I feel like my purpose now is to help as many people as I can, considering what I've done in the past, and this is really the only way I can make up for it. You heard Tamara, she's been dealt a pretty bad hand, and I just, I wanted to make her wish come true. Alright, so, uh, at this, as you all say this, and Winterbottom is sort of just, like, left stammering, and a guy says, like, No, what's going to happen for the festival tomorrow, Sarafina? You cannot be serious! And at this, uh, appearing in front of you is the ethereal, translucent image of a woman. Just what looks like a human woman. A very normal-looking person in very normal-looking clothes in front of you with her hands outstretched. You all see the image as though she is facing you. And you each hear uh, in your your ears, um, You have come here not through the clearest of means, but with the sincerest of intentions. As the goddess of protection, I have sworn to protect all of Feldrum. You are at the furthest reaches of my grasp, yet I refuse to let you go. I have heard you sincerely, and I am willing to offer you all a glimpse of my power if you do something for me in return. What do you ask? Dear Tamara, you have spent your entire life amongst these secluded hills. Nobody substantive comes or goes, and... I'm happy that you've had this night of adventure with your two new friends, but I work very hard to keep this island unmolested from the horrors of the Badlands. I don't even expect you to know what that means, but trust that my protection is with the best of intention for the people of this island, and I am sorry that it has had such an adverse effect on someone of your constitution. Sorry, of your strength. Wrong stat. My bad. So, (laughs) with this, I, I promise to consider you more in the future if you will promise to treat your cohabitants with more respect. I can try. Locke, you have heard a a similar speech. You hear uh, Serafina say unto you, your deeds on the mainland may be unforgivable, but I see in your eyes the young girl whom you seek to protect. It is not the first time you have felt this instinct, and I know you speak true when you wish to keep your family safe. They are within my purview, and as long as it is possible, I will watch them if you promise to keep this island a secret. I will support you if ever you need it, as is how I deign myself upon the world. But you must not allow the Badlands to know what wonders lie here on Feldrum. I would never dream of it. And Maeve, uh, you hear something uh, similar yet. You hear... Little girl, you have borne more tragedy than most people endure in a lifetime. And of your small age, I can only offer you regrets. I shed tears every time I see darkness pass through you. I am sorry to say I don't know the answer to your question, except that it, whatever your experience is, whatever is is affecting you, 
is beyond even my own comprehension. Well, shit. But I promise you, to better yourself and protect your new family, I will do my best to look out for you. Also, keep this shit on the DL. I said that to Locke already. Just copy and paste. (laughs) (laughs) Uh... That was kind of useless, but okay. Uh, The hand reaches out to you and you feel it on your shoulder. And she says, do not give up. Everybody is seeking these answers. And there is an answer. But if you ever feel these dark feelings creeping upon you again, do not try to understand them. Or you may be drawn even deeper still. And here she makes direct eye contact. She says, These are not strange powers. There is a mind at work, and you must work against it, just as I do, and you will be safe. Uh, okay. And after saying all of these things, uh, Serafina disappears. Well, um, I'll, uh, I'll be damned. It did not go quite the way I expected. I'm going to have to ask the three of you to please follow me down out of the tower. Ah, uh, I suppose that's only fair. Yeah. And gather, gather your trinkets as well. Did they not disappear? I thought we sacrificed them. You guys look back down on the ground and they are in fact gone. That's going to be a bit of a problem, but uh, yeah. Okay, we have our trinkets. <laughs> totally, we have our trinkets. Okay. I got my trinkets. So he leads you uh, downstairs and as you guys stand outside the tower, it's like, listen, <sighs> I'm quite good friends with your family. I am working very hard to keep you in good spirits, but this is a might too far. You've practically ruined the celebration for tomorrow. Blessings Day is a blessed day, and can I please count on you to not muck this up one more bit? Probably not, if I'm being totally honest, but I will do my best not to ruin it entirely. Just make a little bit more fun. Uh, Any... I plan on being gone, so... Yeah, I'm kind of tired. All right, well, with that, uh, tomorrow I'm afraid I'm going to have to take you back to the Green Bottle Estate. We are going to make sure that you are kept a very close eye on. The two of you, I am quite sorry, but if you could be on your way, that would, uh... I must take care of some business. And he, uh, he starts to sort of grab Tamara uh, by the arm. He's not, like, pulling you away yet. Oh. He's just sort of grabbed you by the arm. Yeah, I, like, I try to uh, tug my arm out so that I can actually go over and give Maeve a hug? Uh, I'd say that you do it. Like, he's not holding you that tightly. It was sort of just a show. Yeah. Uh, so you run over to Maeve, and uh, you attempt to hug her. I accept the hug. Roll for initiative! No. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what what you've seen or what you've done, but thank you for helping me with this, and I hope that your travels are a little bit brighter in the future. Yeah. And then I look at Mr. Locke, and I say, thank you. From the bottom of my heart, and I am not a very sincere person. That's not my jam. <laughs> but really, thank you very much. Thank you. You let me uh, do something good for once. Then I'm going to hold out my fist for another fist bump. I gave it a nice old slap with the open palm. <laughs> All right. Uh, and with that, uh, Chester sort of like, uh, sorry, yeah, Chester Winterbottom, he sort of nods at you and he says, Good evening. Safe travels. I know they are rough waters out there. Please. They're quite. They're. They're you quite. Could almost call them dicey. dicey. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't really understand the joke. I'm sort of new to this whole setting. Um. Uh. And he walks tomorrow away. Tomorrow, looking over her shoulder, uh, waving goodbye as the two of you, uh, walk out of the town of Feldrum. You make your way, uh, back to the, uh, back to the sheer cliffs and the interesting grass, 
and you are able to easily let yourself down uh, the knotted rope to the uh, to the sort of makeshift dock below. Uh, how do you guys want to try to get back to the bell end? Is my rope not still there? It's still there. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess I'll just levi- levitate us again. Probably just the same way. So you do that, and you guys float over to the deck of the bell end as the sun begins to rise. Um, on the horizon, uh, the light of the sun outstrips the light of the tear, and its sort of wondrous image disappears. Uh, though the storm on the south seems to be growing even closer to the boat as the morning sets upon you. The two of you stand on the deck of the bell end, rocking in the water. What do you do? Go to sleep. Hey, uh, listen, kid. Oh. <laughs> I guess I'm listening. <laughs> we can't... We can't let anybody know about this. Not even Edmund, not even Colt. This has to stay on the downest of lows. Capiche? Uh, okay. Sounds good. And I'll hold out my uh, my hand in a fist. I'm going to fist bumper. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Very cool. This is going to be sick. We got to start mm-hmm. fist bumper. So, uh, sorry. yeah, is there anything else the two of you want to say or do uh, before you... I think just so we don't arouse suspicion, we should go sneak down under the deck and pretend like we slept through the night. I mean, I'm not going to pretend. I'm just going to go to sleep. <laughs> okay, fair <laughs> enough. You know? All right. Um... So uh, you guys make your way back down, uh, down to the deck. Uh, before making my way down. So before you do, lock uh, on your way over in the levitate. You manage to dip your hand in the water to get some of that salmonella off of there, and you guys. Uh, Dude, it just it's caked on. <laughs> oh God! Wait, 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 wait. Which hit, which hand did I did I just fist bump you with? You fist bumped the salty hand. <laughs> <laughs> Salmonella for everybody. Okay. Uh, with that, as the sun as the sun rises uh, over the town, uh, Tamara, you did not get very much sleep, and well, no shit. And you are sort of like lying in your fancy estate on the rolling hills that that peer over the neighborhood of Feldrum, sort of pondering your existence. How are uh, how are you feeling right now? I am starting to write a song about our adventure mm-hmm. and trying to kind of weave some tales about the things that they told me just because I get so little information about the rest of the world that it just kind of lit a fire mm-hmm. and I'm I'm like taking everything they told me and turning it yeah. on to 11. Do you, uh, do you play any instruments? I do. Um, I play, I play, I play the flute. Okay. So the, so you are sort of like moving around your room thinking of this as you write about mage hands, as you write about sharks with rows of teeth, <laughs> as you, uh, as you write about the tear and Serafina and the Badlands and the Mainlands. Um, and, uh, as, as Chester, uh, as Chester like walks back down through your neighborhood, he looks into the window and he offers you a smile and a wave as he heads back. Uh, toward the village. Uh, you continue writing your song, and as the sun creeps in through the window, you pick up your flute, and it suddenly feels a lot lighter than it's ever felt before.
I have a quick question. Yeah. <clears throat> Do you want to hear or not hear dice rolls? Uh, I I prefer to hear them, but if we don't, it's okay. fine. Yeah. I have very heavy metal dice. That's so totally fine. I can't believe you both did that. Thanks for the. <laughs> and I love intro. being the bully guy, man. I was about to say thanks for the post credits. <laughs>